1: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's The Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. You darn right it is, and it's the all-new Score North on 1500. We're also available online at scorenorth.com, live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side still through this fantastic transition is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor
2: and Garden Stores. Are we the longest running beer show on Score North? I think we are. I think I think we and it's, are. We're the longest running. I, I love that stat.
1: Uh, and it's been it's been kind of a cool, exciting week uh, around the building. You know, with the uh, with the with the energy of a new of, of a new re, new branding with the with the with the station. You know, a lot of same same familiar faces, but a lot of new faces. Yeah, around the place. A lot of local so,
2: stuff. A lot of local deep deep dive sports. I love it.
1: But don't you worry, ladies and gentlemen. Mike and I are still here every Thursday night at six o'clock, and we are going to bring you. The latest and greatest, Michael, that's called feedback. That's what happens when your headphones go near the microphone. You've only been doing this for about five years, but that doesn't stop us from bringing you the latest and the greatest in the world of beer. And We're going to do that uh, here tonight. We've got a, a couple of cool guests lined up uh, for this hour, but first I want to start off by talking about today marked a pretty significant uh, uh, piece of history in the state of Minnesota do you know what that is, Michael?
2: Uh, today marks a pretty not today, significant- just oh, this, oh, week, this, this week, week.
1: This week, this uh, week. I have no idea. Uh, it's the one hundredth anniversary that we said. To hell with y'all. We're serving booze. Oh. We repealed 100 years ago. Is think about one, that. We
2: repealed 100 years ago, or did we start this 100 years ago? I don't know. One of those I two. think this was the start yeah, of was Prohibition. Of I, was, right? I, was, I was seeing it, it on the news. It, we got to talk about this. Yeah, I think this is, um, we started it 100 years ago. It came into fruition 99 years ago, like it took a year for them to say it's going to happen. It started mm-hmm. in 1919, roughly, then went into the early 20s, didn't it? Yeah, that's right. Okay, I, I your might your math be is that much up. better. Yeah, no, I Your think, math is much I'm better. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was, th- someone said, Prohibition! But
1: see, that's the beauty. Now, Jonathan is here, too. This is his very first beer show. That's the beauty of doing this show, is we just throw crap against the wall, see whatever sticks, and then once in a while, people will actually call us and maybe fill us in, by the Where way, 651. Your, your other show, Facts Do Matter, this one, Facts. Oh, well, Fact Base is the other show. Yeah, this Fact one base. is... Whatever.
2: (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Sounds good. Relatively fact-based. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, But it it got me thinking because I saw something, uh, speaking of the government, I I saw something online earlier this week in which it was almost set up like a a GoFundMe type of uh, exercise where you could buy a beer for an out-of-work or temporarily out-of-work government employee. Oh, that's kind of nice. Well, sure. But I thought, well... You're the problem. There's all Sam, all these guys have are backlogged
2: because sure. they can't get anything legislated and passed right now. I know, right? They can't get any new labeling done. No, they can't get all of their stuff done. Well, it's a conundrum. He's your guy, by the way, way to go, Mike? Is, is, he, is he my guy? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. Go if, ahead. What were you I gonna say? I don't know if you blame it on him. What, to tell this, you the truth. what were we going to say? Um, I, you know, that's a noble thing. Have you seen the Gillette shaving commercial? Right. Since we're we're men and we shave, you're bringing this up. What does that What does that mean to you? What does that mean to guys? I'm personally, I'm a Gillette razor fan. FYI, I'm a Mach okay? three guy. Yes. I don't like the four. Right.
1: I go three. I,
2: I go. I, yeah. I don't know which number I have. But it's like a
1: sleep number. I'm a three. I'm a Mach 3
2: guy. You're a Mach 3. Yeah. I am not in favor of people assuming that all men are scumballs. Sure. Because I just am not a scumball. Mm-hmm. And I I found it kind of, I think, I think the ad was done quite well, actually. Mm-hmm. But I thought, oh, uh, I'm not a rapist, nor a child abuser, or a, a guy who slaps chicks on the butt. It's not me. So that was kind of, that was really a big thing for them to step out and say, hey, we're going to say this in an ad. And make men feel bad. It's like, well, that was dumb. That was dumb. Because there's plenty of guys who buy their razors like me. And I'm not going to not buy the razors. I don't really care. But I thought it was kind of stupid. If you
1: look, if we were to go back, if we were open up the books on the amount of business that Gillette did this week sure. in relation to whether, and I don't know how to, you're the business guy. I don't know if you would have to compare it to the the second or third week of January from 2018 mm. or weeks previous, but I don't know how that works. Sure. Because I know sales ebb and flow um, throughout the course of the year. Year over year. I guarantee they saw a spike. Yeah. Because number one, everybody in the bleeping country was talking about them. How this many week.
2: millions of dollars of airtime do you think they got through this ad? And that's exactly I mean, what the intent behind the entire message was to begin with. Absolutely. I mean you just when you're an ad agency and you think, let's do something slightly on edge, right? Mm-hmm. It might annoy some people. We're gonna have some people some backlash from it. But we're going to get a hundred million dollars worth of advertising for free. So
1: my thought was when I, I saw the ad, and it, it ran, did it run during football this weekend? Because that's where I thought I saw it first. Oh, really? Maybe I saw, okay. or maybe I saw it. On, I saw it on, online on, online while I was watching. I just okay. remember seeing it over the course of last weekend, mm-hmm. and it probably most likely was when I was watching football because that's basically all I did last weekend. But my point is, when I saw it, I just went, hmm, whatever. Oh, it didn't res- register with you. Here's why. Okay. We have become a nation that is looking for a reason to be outraged about everything.
2: Okay, Reavers, you have okay. Go Hold ahead. on, okay.
1: And the reason I say that is, we're everything is such a trigger nowadays. My God, and it, I get there are real reasons to get outraged and real reasons to get upset, but the online army
2: has made all of us sure. so fired up about. everything everything and i agree with you 100 let me ask you one thing sure you have two boys yep they wrestle they fight all the time they they need that energy to be released in some physical you have a baby boy he's three years old he picks up a stick and points it at somebody like a gun that's little boys have that innate thing inside of them Mm -hmm. right they don't care what it is they're pretending to shoot it i that the video, that commercial that Gillette ran, it, there was a scene where two little kids were fighting, and not one kid wasn't beating another kid. It was just two mm-hmm. little kids were wrestling, and a guy came up and said, hey, we don't do that to each other. And it's like, yes, yes we do. Yes, we do. We do that all yep. the time. We wrestle. We fight. We kick. We punch. We, And not that I want adults punching people, but kids kind of learn from that stuff, and they well, get some of their energy
1: out. But I also think that it is my responsibility as a father of two young boys, and I take it very seriously. In fact... My wife and I argue almost daily about how strict at times I choose to be with them. Okay, but I I, I continue to tell her it's not my responsibility to be their buddy. Mm-hmm. We still have we laugh more than anybody. Absolutely. We still have great times. But when it's to 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 quote a coach, when it's nut cutting time, mm. it's I'm their. It's my job to be their dad.
2: Yes. Yeah. And
1: that's and and so I guess. To me I look at it this way. I wasn't offended by it. I also thought it was stupid. Mm-hmm. But I'm not it it didn't bother me. I'm not going to change my purchasing habits. People in 2019 and it's not us. It's yeah. the Jonathan and younger crowd. Jo- mm-hmm. You're 30? What how old are you, Jonathan? 28. 28. Okay, so yeah. so it's it's that age group and younger and the the millennial crowd, mm-hmm. they want to follow a brand that supports something. That's just the way that they're that that they they believe mm-hmm. that's the way that they uh their their purchasing power their their purchasing habits they all want to believe in something.
2: Does your razor company need to be the one to tell you that? No,
1: yeah. but but so um, if if they were to drum up however percentage of business to to support that cause, mm-hmm. then it's a win. Yeah, because for them. because look at it this way: it's almost a it's a bulletproof stance. Oh well, I'm not. I'm not against guys treating people with respect. Well, sure. who's going to
2: say that? Nobody Absolutely. is. Nobody is. Well, I did when I said let the boys
1: fight, <laughs> no, like, but, let little kids uh, wrestle. But I think that they're pointing at because I agree with this stance. By the way, I agree that there is a massive lack of parenting mm-hmm. going on in this world right now, and Absolutely. it's and I think the lack of fathering two young men you know t- towards young men mm-hmm. is severely lacking in this country right oh, now i mean i get firsthand out in my neck of the woods with my kids
2: going nuts it, or, yeah, just just kids at the school doing this oh my like, god who's not paying attention to that child yeah perfect oh, i don't want to know if i want really to this guy. yes okay th- this 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 didn't happen
1: recently okay but i i was at an event with my wife where our boys were participating in a an activity a a a sports activity mm-hmm and there was a dad there who was probably my age a little bit younger, and all he did the entire time was look at his phone. This was a thirty to 45
2: minute activity. okay, can I give you one that in trumped? hold on okay, all okay, these ahead.
1: kids, you know they're seven years old between between five and seven years old, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like their first, yeah, this is so cool. And you know every time my, my son William would look at me like yeah, I'm like, yep, yes. you know way to go, bud but this dad and i could see his which kid was his and all he kept doing was looking back at his dad to see if he's paying attention i finally tapped him on the shoulder pay, and i said pay attention i said hey dude your kids trying to get your attention yeah. and and he was on facebook cuz i could see his yeah, phone yeah it wasn't anything important it wasn't it was, anything yeah. important and i just thought that there's so much of that mike that's going on and, and at least he was there sure because there are a lot of dads that it choose was probably his day and and that's <laughs> and that's just the thing and that's the part that bugs me because i think that was the underlying message behind it
2: all was be a man. Be a man, and take care of what you're supposed so to take care of. But why did they have to have the guys grilling? Because that is a man thing. Don't <laughs> screw with grilling. Okay, I'm going to give you this one. Really by the quick way, let story. me let me clarify. Yes. I'm
1: not saying that I didn't think the Gillette commercial was stupid. I, mm. I didn't. I didn't care either way.
2: Yeah, and, and by the way, I only watched the Gillette commercial after people were talking about it. All right. I didn't watch it. pre You know, give it my own opinion. I already was kind of laced. With I'm going to get opinions. savage okay, for this. too so I went I know to. I am, but I le, don't care. Let me let me go on this, and I know we're not talking about beer quite yet. But we I kind of did. My, I got up the date I
1: got the date
2: wrong that's right yeah my kids are, are, are little gymnasts and we go to a gymnastics meet with hundreds of little kids there and some parents in the crowd at their kids gymnastics event do decide to take a knee during the national no. anthem no i looked at him and i thought what are you doing no it's your little kids seven-year-old gymnastics meet and you're taking a knee during the national anthem. I thought that was uh self-righteous and self-serving of them. Well, we got into the uh,
1: we we discussed the the Jordan High School controversy today. Did you see this story? Uh, yeah, where they had the sign? They had it was it was supposedly a Trump uh, pro it was well, it was a re elect Trump 2020 sign yeah. at a basketball game between Jordan High School and Minneapolis Roosevelt High School, okay. and apparently the Roosevelt basketball team this season hasn't come out for the anthem. They've stayed in the locker room for the national anthem played before the game. And then they come out. So apparently Jordan decided that they were going to do a patriotic theme for that game where, you know, people in the stands and the student section had American flags and things of that nature. And then of course the Roosevelt coach called it racist. And Mm. so that, I mean, that's where we're at. So I guess that's what that's, that's my underlying point with all of this is every, everything that is conducted now someone's going to be offended by it. Sure. No matter what it is. And that one has the is. chance
2: to be really offensive. Did they ever do that at... Okay, let me preface this. Did Boy, they we are ever, really all over the place. Did they ever on do the that all new at... On the all-new score north on 1500. <laughs> at other games, or did they just do it at that game? Do you know? Did they have that I think sign? it was just that game. Okay, well, then that was foolish. But what I, what bugs me is that we assume that the Roosevelt players wouldn't vote for Trump. Why? Why, why would we assume that, okay, let's say, um, are you saying they're African-American well, I mean, I or what? Thought. But but why? <laughs> I, I why? No, In fact, that, uh, that was my uh, point. It's, it's literally one of the best times in the world to be African-American in the United States. But it's
1: because of what the coach said. And yeah. the, the, the head coach is the one that kind of ignited this whole oh, thing. Oh, Jordan's by, head coach. No, no, no. Oh, Roosevelt's, Roosevelt's head coach yeah, well, is I mean, the one what, that ignited this why whole thing.
2: Would, why would they assume that those no kids idea. don't love Trump? Maybe no they idea. just love him.
1: I, 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 He's I got a great
2: look about him let's know. let's quickly transition. I, we I, really, I, and I have no pony in this race, by the way. I don't, I can't care about politics. The ponies race. Yeah, yeah, they do. They, okay. They're really slow compared to the normal. Horses. Got it. Okay. Um, so the one what, thing, what kind of beer did you have this week? Just say one beer. Um, you, know, you know what? I'm,
1: I, I'm still on my kick that I talked about to last week. I'm still on my hula Spike kick. seltzers. and I'm not joking. It's and it's. I I've still had like you know. I I've I've had beers. Dakota Soul from mm. Summit. Mm-hmm. You know. I I know we're gonna have bad weather brewing on here in the next segment. I've had some some good beers, but for me. Cause I'm really trying to watch the pounds sure. getting put on. I'm going to be in warm weather in a couple of weeks. I, I'm just I'm worried that you know my yeah. my ever expanding waistline is getting will not worse.
2: Find you tracking?
1: No, out. and she already doesn't. Okay. So that's why I'm trying Show to me that. yeah. And that's why I'm trying to <laughs> kind of mix in something else, and and that's why the the spike seltzers. Especially
2: Hula, the Third Street Hula. Mm. It's pretty good.
1: It is good. It's pretty good.
2: Again, I'm, I'm with it. you. I've had considerably more beer this year, this last week. In fact, all the month of January. Oh, the holidays been, will kill I've been, a guy. Well, I've been just hibernating, too, inside. It's like, sure. oh, it's 6 o'clock at night. I'm going to lay down for a little while. Because it's dark out, might yeah. as well have a couple beers. Oh, I know. And I got a new thing for my Xbox that teaches you how to play guitar. Oh, so I've been like learning how to play guitar and drinking beer. So I thought of you today. I'm glad oh, you just oh, mentioned no. that. I thought of you today. You were the guy that
1: a couple of weeks ago said that we should get the what were the what were the glasses Oh, the three D um, Oculus Goes. Oculus Go glasses. Yeah, so Oculus Jonathan, are you familiar with this? Yeah, the VR. So yes. he yes. wants us to do shows. Your With podcast that technology. I want the to... Score North Studios to be VR. So he, oh, he boy. he's already. D- you did this. What what did you do? Did you go like on a roller coaster ride? What was it? Yeah, I mean, you, you do? do. You can do anything. Okay. You can do rock climbing, roller coaster ride, watch movies, Netflix, everything. So I made fun of her, a gal in her office. Her name is Jess. Mm-hmm. I made fun of her big time for do it for, because I knew she was getting technology, but she okay. got a and I. It's called Furbo. Okay. So it's a camera that sits inside of your home. So you can watch your dog. Oh, She's not, she's, she's not a parent, Okay, but the dog is her child. And, like, and you can li- feed literally it a, a
2: treat or something. Yes. Okay.
1: So I made fun of her and I think she was thinking about getting this for Christmas or I think her and her husband maybe got this for each other for Christmas. I can't remember the exact specifics of it, but I made fun of her, you know, a couple of weeks ago when she had joked about getting this. Sure. Well, I had to stop and stop in her office to, to talk about this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm watching Euchre. Her dog's name oh, is Euchre. She's, she's a big Milwaukee giving, Brewers fan. Giving him a treat. And I said, you are such a dork. She's like, and I go, okay, give it to me. I want I to want, yeah, I I see. see this. So you can throw it a treat. By, so it's it, it's you look at the screen on your phone. Yeah. You touch the middle and it tosses a treat. Oh. Dog goes and gets it. Then it also has a speaker. So you hit the speaker. You can talk right into your phone, just sure. like you were making a phone yeah. call. And then the speaker, the dog can hear your voice. And she's like, I've got to be careful with this because she gets excited because she thinks I'm home. Oh, no. But literally, like, sit,
2: roll over. I'm like, this is awesome. Do you want to say things like, I'm going to come
1: get you? No, here. no. <laughs> Could you watch, watch
2: your back, euchre. What if I got that for my house with my oh, kids?
1: Like, I'm watching I'm you. watching you. But you didn't
2: tell them. Didn't yeah, d- oh, yeah, God, you that was, no, that I that could not do that. That's, I, I yeah. go back to every time I hear a story about a device like this, and I am a device maniac. Yes, right? you are. Yes, you I are. I think that's why everyone else hates America, because <laughs> they're like... They spent $499 on a device that has a camera so they can feed their dog a treat at 2 in the afternoon. Meanwhile, a family can't drink, you know, water. water. Yes, <laughs> in, in literally 70% of the world, they can't get a glass of water. But
1: I I, I will I think it's called Furbo, F-U-R-B-O, mm-hmm. almost like my hometown, Furbo. Okay, there you but, go. But I, I'll admit, I can you see why that. if you were a dog owner you would have to have this. You know, you and I made fun of her for about a week and a half before she got You have a it. cat,
2: Mrs. Princess or whatever you call it. Uh, and yeah, the cats don't cat. do the same thing. No. They won't come to that.
1: And we got to so our and our kitten is only a couple of weeks old, so it's all about hyperactivity mm-hmm. 30% of the day then sleeping 70% yeah, of the day. So anytime nice. the cat is awake, it's full throttle and yeah. it's so annoying. Anybody I mean our, your kids are loving it. Oh my god, my boy, yeah, they're absolutely loving it, but it's but he always wants to attack me, even though I want nothing to do. Now with Now I
2: can see why you love the beta male version of that Gillette commercial because you're trying to turn your kids into beta males by getting them cats. See, see oh, what I'm doing? I love it. Should have got him. have got him like a Rottweiler. Yeah. Right. No. And they could have. They could have done. Um, Like neighborhood watch with a Rottweiler, but no, you got him a kitten. That's right, Mrs. Princess.
1: His name is Mike (laughs) Fratiloni with Fratiloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. This is the Beer Show live on Score North on fifteen hundred, and also available online at ScoreNorth.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Beer Show here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. It's Chris Reavers, it's Mike Fratelloni, and it's our friends from Elevated to Beer, Wine, and Spirits, folks. Even though we're on a brand new spanking radio station, they are still the best bottle shops in the Absolutely. Twin Cities. Uh, they are located in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd, and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61, and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake, and we got a newbie here in Studio Mike's. We, uh... We better be extra be gentle. extra gentle with him tonight. Uh, Benjamin is here representing Elevated this evening. How are you, sir? Doing well yourselves. I'm I'm excellent. Now you are the manager of the White Bear Lake location, which is the newer one of the two locations. Correct. How are things going up in White Bear Lake now that you guys got a couple of years under your belt up there?
3: Fantastic. Uh, you know we're still growing as a store and. You know, more and more people are swinging in. I can't even begin to explain how many people are like, "Hey, so I heard on the beer
1: show <laughs> uh,
3: about this beer." Like, awesome, that's yeah.
1: cool. Yeah, and they come in and go. Reaver said something really, then really I could stupid. Just take one bottle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: You, I mean, okay. One of the big things you guys do is you have tastings every weekend, right? Yep. Every Friday I mean, and Saturday. Every Friday and Saturday. Is that something like that catches on after a while, where people are just like, "I'm going to come back" because. Oftentimes, you get the head brewers at the tastings. I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, not everybody, everybody might have some tastings, but you guys are really in the link in the chain there of who who you get.
3: Oh, absolutely. No, um, I mean, we have a tasting calendar in the shop on um, the websites. We have kind of who's going to be there, what weekends, mm-hmm. what days, what times. And it's definitely something that people look forward to. Uh, you know, I can't explain how many times a customer comes through and they're like hey so what do you got coming up this week and i'm like oh yeah we got we got these guys these guys from this time mm-hmm. this time feel free to swing in try something if you like it you know get a four six pack or something
1: that's really cool and you know one of the things that i've always really admired about you guys is whether it's the Wiper lake store or the uh, the south minneapolis store you know you guys do a really good job of bringing in quality people that that care about the product but they also they don't look down upon us dummies that don't really know a lot about beer but are just fans of the product which is really cool yeah, no, definitely. So, uh, what? Mike, as Mike mentioned, uh, two tastings this weekend, for uh, elevated, four to seven in uh, South Minneapolis, and Saturday from two to five in White Bear Lake. And who are we sampling this week, Ben? We're sampling these really awesome guys
3: out of St. Paul uh, Bad Weather Brewery. They got some really exciting things coming up. Uh, we're here with Mark and Joe uh, in studio here. Howdy. Hi, Hello. gentlemen.
1: Thanks for coming in. So uh, for those that might be unfamiliar to you guys, I don't know how that's possible, but for those people that might be unfamiliar with bad weather, give us a little bit of history about you guys.
4: Yeah. Uh, so we've been around, goodness now, is it going to be six years, five years, six six years? So we started up in Minnetonka with Lucid, Badger Hill, Price was out there. Uh, we now have a St. Paul location since 2015. Uh, tons of beers on tap. Uh, you see our cans at... Elevated wine spirits. <laughs> yep. uh, uh, always love doing fun
2: stuff. Awesome. Hey Joe, Joe, let me ask this. So yeah. when you, um, I looked at the building that mm-hmm. you're in because I thought, oh, this would be a cool hardware store. And I, I had this feeling. In fact, <laughs> I said this. I said this to Reavers, that this West Seventh corridor mm-hmm. is going to start booming because it's one of the only affordable spots to get anything affordable. in Saint Paul. Yeah, relatively affordable <laughs> for housing, right? Relatively sure, affordable yeah. still. And since you guys have opened. West Seventh has gone nuts, like so nuts. They have to have valet parking
4: at across the street at the restaurant across the street from you. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I definitely take credit for that. 100%. We, are, are you, and you the catalyst? And you should. No, we're so darn lucky. I mean, West Seventh was um, uh, one of those spots that we absolutely were looking at. Mm. I know s- the city of Saint Paul; they were wanting this area to be the, you know, northeast of Saint Paul. Sure. Um, and so they are awesome bringing us in and we we saw that too i mean there's great places there now we knew it's just only going to grow
1: mm-hmm. when you make such um a dramatic change in location from mm-hmm. where you guys were to where you guys are now i mean obviously it is a great spot you guys yeah. I, I i i go by you guys every time i go over to the x but I'm curious how that transition happens. How what's that like? The sets of challenges that are in place because sure. a lot of people get extremely territorial about the the, the breweries that are by them because it's you know this is a business. I don't have to tell you guys this, but mm-hmm. it's a business that yes, you have customers that buy your products at elevated, but you also have the people that come into your tap room. How was that transformation for you guys? You know,
4: that, that was actually a little bit easier than say just opening up or or do, doing a full move since we didn't have a tap room beforehand. That's true. So. You know, the benefit for us was that we were producing beer. There was no end time we needed to get the heck out of Lucid. Got it. Um, so we weren't rushed to get the brewery open before it was ready, per se. So, like, it was a big thing for us to have tons of beers on tap, beers that people hadn't experienced beforehand for a big grand opening. It was fine that we, you know, fine. It stunk a little bit, but we were still making and selling beer so we could, say, delay our opening a little bit. Um, It was all exciting. You know, the the Minnetonka lucid thing was fantastic for us to get going, but we really wanted to have our own our own space. Well, the that's, top room yeah, to that's understandable. So it was all just exciting and good things.
2: So that's cool. Yeah. So last year I'm in a pool mm-hmm. down in Bonita Beach. Right. And I'm sitting there in a pool and I'm swimming oh around and I meet a couple and I meet Joe's parents. What? I don't even know and, this. Yeah, And Joe's parents tell me, oh, yeah, my son has a brewery, bad weather brewery. And I'm like, I know Joe. And then all they did was talk about your brother, Ricky. All oh, right? That's his name. On. That's it all is, they yeah. could do.
4: And Ricky opened a restaurant called Hyacinth. Well, you know, because they're probably more invested financially. Oh, in that they own a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay, so they so they knew that I had the
2: bully pulpit of a microphone on Score North, and they said, "Let's see if Mike will mention Hyacinth." So your brother Ricky is a high end chef. Was out in New York and yep. said, "I'm coming back home." Mm-hmm. He saw probably your success, like, "Hey, St. Paul's winning, right?" And you're killing it in the beer business, maybe. Yes. A little yes, bit. We're doing good. And then he opens this restaurant that you cannot
4: get into because it's so busy all day long. He, yeah, he is rocking it. So he, yes, he's got, okay. thanks for mentioning that Hyacinth out on Grand Avenue opened. August last year. Why or can't so. I place
2: it? Help me. It's, 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 it's the old it's Golden Fig location. Oh, sure, sure. sure, sure. Okay. Like, buy Brugger's bagels uh, right in St. Paul. Do you? Because that's not far from your store. Not far at all. Can, can I order food from Hyacinth and have it delivered to bad weather? Or is he the kind of chef who doesn't let food
4: go out of his door? Uh, it's not going out the door. Okay. I mean, you, you can. You, you could yes, hypothetically
2: I mean, take it home, but he's not. Mention doing the beer show for a free delivery. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this restaurant, you know, is off I, the he's charts. not going to be I mean, hoity-toity
4: like that. But it yeah. really is a small spot. He yeah. really wants to kind of cater a great experience. And, and He's and, doing that. He is, yeah. yeah, and and yes, it is tough to get in. Uh, Thirty-five seats. My tip to you mm-hmm. would be um, they have a bar, eight-eight seat bar. Again, very sure. small. Sure, but that does not get reserved out. Sure, so show up. Right when they open, and you you'll stand get a spot behind the bar. somebody. Just
2: stand there, <laughs> there and mean mug them the whole time. There you go. That's, do they that's have the bad weather on it. tap?
4: Uh, they might. Okay. They might, yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: like pretty sure they better have. That would red. really suck yeah. if they did. He's like, yeah, I can't get a tap there. I just can't get a tap. We, uh, at all. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. It's on there, but I want them. You know, right. serve what's best for you, sure, but also. Exactly. Uh, you know, I, I buy the Italian present. restaurant, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Southern so Italian restaurant. Southern Italian. Yeah. yeah. Menus constantly changing, just like taproom beer is always changing. Very so uh,
1: I want to uh, I want to circle back to your beer. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Bad Weather Brewing, by the way, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine and Spirits, and they're going to have two tastings at both locations this Friday from four to seven in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and Forty Second, and this Saturday from two to five p.m. at the White Bear Lake store on Highway sixty one and Fourth Street in downtown White Bear Lake. I'm looking at a can uh, of Dark Cream Ale. And and I'm seeing a pretty cool and unique twist with the labeling on this it's called the pioneer press treasure hunt dark cream ale from bad weather brewing
4: yeah i suppose that's why we're here right yeah
1: this is pretty cool i first of all i love i love the the graphics on it you got the snowman yeah, the, yeah. everybody's out celebrating even though there's not a drop of snow on the ground but that's beside the point but this is pretty cool i i, I want you to talk to the listeners about
4: this yeah so uh pioneer press reached out to us um they were looking to do a, a beer for their their awesome treasure hunt that they do every year um do you know which clue you're going to be? I'm joking. We're, okay. I'm so joking. you don't, I can't we're not get involved the clues, with the from clues. You. you. know, <laughs> no. some of the people on the bad weather staff, they participate in the treasure hunt. Yeah. That'd be if insider win, trading. We have no insider knowledge. Got it. Okay. Um, uh, the cans are awesome. So uh, we're doing a beer with them. Um, kind of a Kentucky common style, call it a dark cream ale, a Kentucky common. I've never, yeah, you so, know, tell it, me what that is. It, huh? There's a, f- a few beers out there, but it's not that common. Um, Kentucky County, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a Kentucky. It's one of those uncommon, "quote unquote" extinct styles. It's certainly making a resurgence with the craft brewing industry. Um, you know, it's a style that was obviously very popular in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Large percentage of uh, corn, I maize know, goes into it. Every time I drink
2: one, I want to kiss my sister. So, <laughs> oh my god, that was Whoa, funny. I don't care you're what you say. That was here. the best thing I ever had. Keep going, Mike Fratelloni of the AllNewScoreNorth.com. <laughs> I mean, so,
4: so this beer. W- we we brought it up because so we call it dark cream ale, Kentucky common yada yada, uh, cream ale. That's a little bit more of a common mm-hmm. style. Uh, uh, the most well known is is what um, out in Wisconsin. Yeah, Help uh, me out, guys. Uh, cow, New cow, cow. spotted cow. That's a cream ale. This is quote unquote dark cream ale. So a little wait. Darker. Time out. Spotted cow is considered a cream ale. Yeah, yeah.
1: I did not oh, know yeah. that. I don't know why I didn't know that. Sure. I mean, I, I I'll have the, a spotted cow just like anybody else. Sure. I did not know it was classified as a cream ale.
4: Yeah, yeah, and maybe I'm tying ourselves into them because they're an excellent beer. Yeah, the, but, no, but, it's a great but, beer. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm tying us in because that is a well known known style. And um, so the Kentucky Common or dark cream ale, very similar in style. Uh, a lot of maize goes into it, about 30 percent, which was a pain for the brewers to sure. do. So they weren't necessarily thrilled we were doing a lot of it. Um, and uh, with a little bit of toasted malt and um, some of the the roasted grains too, you get a little bit of that that darker flavor. We wanted something that was nice and fun for the winter, also a little bit more accessible. Um, the maize though that went into this beer that that was a, I say a fun process for the brewers. <laughs> sure, maybe Mark can kind of help me out with this more. But uh, we got a bunch of maize from I think that came from South Dakota or something. Iowa, I believe. I thank you. It was, it was Okay, well, you know clearly Mark knows more, so I'm gonna pass.
1: <laughs> it. Okay, so so t- t- tell us about about that that process.
0: Ah, uh, so like I said, well, the people that we get most of our grains from literally had to go out of their way and rent a U-Haul and go to a different state and pick it up for us and oh, bring wow. it back because um, it was kind of some specialized corn. Um, we had to go it through was a, so specialized he keeps calling it maize. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not as know, fancy okay. as you. <laughs> okay, right. um, But we had to go through um, granted ourselves and stuff. We had whole, whole cone ho- uh, corn, um, but the Part of the part of the big thing with it in that process is that, um, especially that our brewer wanted to touch on, is that you know these days if you say there's corn in a beer, a lot of times that people think automatically that's that's like a you know like a I don't want to say a name, but like a lesser good beer. Per sure, se. sure. <laughs> um, but you know, back in the day, why, why
1: is that? By the way, I'm curious. These is, days, is I think a lot of people ingredient? think it's yeah, okay. it's just okay. cheaper, it's a okay. filler or something sure. like that. But
0: um, you know, back when the the style of beer that we brewed for this when it started um, hundreds of years ago. People just went with whatever grain was of the best quality. And back in those days, it wasn't always barley. Mm-hmm. These days, we have obviously specialized different grains and stuff like that. But What about in...
1: like field corn with those diced peppers? That's my favorite side. <laughs>
0: that's that's some the most oh, multicolored possibly. Yeah, right. Sorry. Continue no, not at thought. all. Um, but, but yeah, so back back in those days when these, these kind of recipes were made, it was because the corn was of a higher quality. Sure. Um, and so that's what we had to search out was,
2: was corn of that level. Did you ever think about calling it a Pioneer Press Treasure Hunt Dark Cream Corn Ale? You blew it, right? (laughs) Is that not brilliant? You know... This is what I love about you. Yeah, because I come up with one great idea no, every folks, eighteen shows. Here's what
1: you just here's no here you just keep swinging. That's okay. what I love about you. That uh, was awesome. Yes, he doesn't thank matter you. if he strikes out strikes seventeen out. times in a row. He's going up I'm there hacking. At, no, <laughs> I'm yeah.
4: going to keep swinging. That is awesome. So You're you don't think Bad Weather Brewing Company Pioneer Press Treasure Hunt Dark Cream Ale is not? It's that's not, not wordy enough. enough? Yeah. That's it's not bad enough. weather brewing. Not co- co- yes, you too short. It's way too short.
1: So I'm curious about this. By the way, Bad Weather Brewing Company, the guest here on the beer show, calling it something. Like this with the the Pioneer Press treasure hunt. What happens if somebody finds the finds it on day one? Does it ruin the campaign? I mean, is this something you've thought about? <laughs> he just gave me the look. Like, thanks a lot, yeah, jerk. That better not happen. <laughs> but, but I mean, does, is that is that something that comes into mind when you're trying to execute and plan a beer like this, or does it really not matter because it's it's a seasonal and people just kind of relate that to the season?
0: Yes, but also I think that the beer is good enough that it's not going to matter. Okay, well that's <laughs> and that's a
1: fair answer. But I I literally thought about that thinking. Because you guys have such a a, a, a taxing job in moving product and continuously moving product, whether you are elevated, whether you are bad weather, about these seasonals got to come, they got to go, they got to go. And I just thought, God, what what happens if somebody finds this
2: thing on day one? <laughs> these well, guys are gonna be sold out before it hits the show. Sure, that's well, true. Th- um,
4: there, there is well, there is that. Uh, the other thing, <laughs> thing to is, I mean, it's not puzzle break as, brag. as yeah. much as we wanted to. There is not any clues or anything tied into this. Sure. So it's more of the. I don't know spirit of the event, spirit of the season. I heard heard it's probably at bad weather hidden someplace at bad weather. Don't say that. No,
2: (laughs) see, don't say (laughs) that. No, but if I say that, like forty thousand people will go to bad weather looking for it. No, one thing too in the green room, uh, Mark.
3: Weren't you telling me like you know we always think about this? You know, what if someone finds it first clue? Well, Mark, you were telling me about someone that you were talking to. Who is part of like these huge message boards about it? Like it is a
0: huge, Mm -hmm. huge deal. That's actually been something that um, I've really enjoyed over the process of selling this or kind of pre-selling this beer has been finding out how like large and uh, intense I
1: would say this community is. Oh, um, uh, I'm going to stop you right there, sir. <laughs> um, I work with a gentleman um, who writes for the Pioneer Press on a daily basis, and he's been accused of being the actual clue writer for about the last, what, Mike, 25 years? I think,
2: I, I think he's being accused because I think
1: it's him. And there is a section <laughs> of that show's audience that... Um, a lot of those people that listen to this show keep in mind, Michael. Mm. Um, there's a lot. Of those I still people, think it's him. There's a lot of those people that know that we're we're making fun of him for sure. being the clue writer and having a laugh. But there's a lot of people that don't. They they think he really is the clue writer. So I know. How passionate that following is based upon my email inbox from about now until whenever this thing
2: is following. You digressed about Suchere being the writer. Who would be better than Joe Suchere to write the clues? That's why I didn't mention him. He would (laughs) never in his life tell anyone he's the clue. He would never. You could tell Joe and he would, first of all, probably not remember if it wasn't important. And second of all, he would never say it. Ever. You would find in his eulogy is when you would find out it was him. So back to Bad Weather Brewing.
1: (laughs) It's him. Live here on the Beer Show on Score North and scorenorth.com. So we were talking about this particular campaign, and you guys have, I don't know if you want to stay on this subject, but I know you guys have other things that you would like to get to in relation to things coming up with Bad Weather Brewing Company.
0: One thing we should mention really fast. Please, uh, yeah. About the Treasure Hunt beer. Um, This Saturday, the 19th, we have a massive
1: kickoff party um is this a av- so this isn't available till saturday
0: well in the market it will be available on monday but Got if you it. want to try it earlier than that come to uh, the tap room come to the tap room on Got saturday it. um we're gonna have an ice bar outside cool we're gonna have um tiki tim's as a food truck and we're also gonna have uh parlor burgers as a pop-up oh, we're gonna oh, have um, some st paul related trivia from three to five we're gonna have raffles for some really cool prizes all day um There's going to be some kind of treasure hunt guests per se. Um, Rob Brass has won the medallion three times. Uh, There's a a gentleman who has written kind of the official pioneer press book on the subject. And there's another guy named Steve Worthman who apparently is referred to as the map guy who wrote an entire book of, or uh, I'd say compiled a book of maps so that um, it's it's just all stuff from Ramsey County so that when you get a clue, you can kind of page through and try to relate those clues to to different areas of of the county and,
1: uh, I will say, time. a lot of people have a lot of fun with the passion behind this, but I think it's really cool. I, I really yeah. do. It's it's a it's a cool annual tradition, and you guys should be a proud. Should be proud to be associated with it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's,
0: it's kind of an old school thing, man. Yeah. Like I said, selling this beer has made me feel really, really cool about the fact that we were the ones that were allowed and to. And uh, obviously,
1: it. the mm-hmm. beer and everything else is great, but you're gonna have Parlor Burger there too. It's the best burger in the Twin Cities. That's huh? what I'm talking about. Oh my God. Um, okay, so anything else we need to hit on before we have to let you go from Bad Weather Brewing Company, um, where people can find your beer, all, all, all of those things, and upcoming events, uh, anything associated with you guys. You know, you can find it a lot of places, but obviously also at Elevated. Yeah, but and it's all available online at the website, I yeah, assume, too? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys, for coming in, and uh, good luck with the new beer. Thanks, Thanks for having you. us. You got it. And uh, obviously, you can try this beer from 4 to 7 in South Minneapolis and Saturday from 2 to 5 in White Bear Lake. Bad Weather Brewing Company is the featured guest this week for Elevated Beer, at Wine, and Spirits. You're supposed to, like, kind of say that.
2: yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Come yes. by and Just say hi. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Tom and Ryan, for sending Ben. He doesn't even know when to say anything. Yeah. And oh, you, are
1: kind of, you kind of spearhead all of the things social media related for the White Bear Lake location, yeah, so Yes, we're
3: revamping the uh, the social media a little bit. We're trying to give people as much info as we can about, like, different events, whether it be tastings, who's on the beer show, cool, uh, whatever else. Some shirtless so. stuff, I bet. No,
1: no, none, <laughs> of, that. none <laughs> of that. Not really. Not really. Uh, Ben, you did a good job, man. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. And again, this Friday from 4 to 7 and this Saturday from 2 to 5 in White Bear Lake, you can try out Bad Weather Brewing Company, courtesy of our friends from Elevated to Beer, Wine, and Spirits. We're going to step aside for just a quick moment. Don't touch that radio dial. This is the Beer Show Live on Score North and scorenorth.com. Got it. Final segment of the beer show here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and this is really good radio.
2: Let's bring up something we just watched on TV. Okay, but well, I'm looking at the Roku TV by TCL, <laughs> yep. and I'm watching a guy jump off the edge of a cruise ship. What, so that, that was the first feet? time you've seen I've this? I've never seen that. All what right. is he thinking? So
1: usually every morning, because you know, I, I have the boys in the morning, we get ready for school, we're, we're eating breakfast, and one up, cause my web. wife gets yeah. up super early for work and she's out the door. And so I always have the news on because I want to watch the weather. Is it too cold to go for to, to walk to school or I mm-hmm. have to drive? Blah blah blah. And this came on, and my yeah. seven year old, my seven year old, just his eyes got huge, and he goes, "Dad." I said, "What?" And he goes, "Is that guy going to get in trouble?" Yeah. And I said, "Well, yeah. yeah." So if you haven't seen it, I I don't know which which line of cruise ships it was. There one was one that you get diarrhea on if you go. Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> But there was a group of four guys and one of them jumped off the 11th story of this cruise You're ship kidding. in the middle of the of the Caribbean. He didn't he he made it, Sure. but his buddies were filming him doing it and all of them got kicked off immediately, got kicked off and what banned. What was he thinking? I don't know, but I literally thought you cuz when you see the water, the water's so crystal yes. clear and I'm I'm assuming it's deep enough for a cruise ship, so yeah, I mean, he's probably going to be okay to jump but you don't know if you're going to get sucked underneath the no. The, that's really so, dumb. So it,
2: it didn't look like that cruise ship was moving. Where they at a port? It or? did look stationary. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. so is he at a port and he's jumping off? But then how are you going to get back onto the cruise ship? That's
1: where I was going with that. I thought, well, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. You might land in and, the water. And you safely, might live. And you probably had about nine or ten beers in you when you decided to do this. But yeah, I thought the same thing. Like. How do you know if you're going to be able to get back on
2: the thing that you just spent money on? There's got to gotta be a genetic thing in some men. Because I stand he on a 3 He me- was sponsored by Gillette, yes. by the way. <laughs> well, you stand on a 3 meter board, right? And you think, oh, it's kind of high feeling." Do you ever get that feeling like a 3 meter board that that uh, you know, that slightly taller one at the yeah. at the indoor pools? It's yeah. not high by any means, but, but, but it's but it's up there. You you think about it. Some people chicken out on that. And then this moron's up 11 stories on a cruise ship. And jumps off into the Caribbean without thinking to himself. Well, is it going to roll me over? Am I going to get pulled into the prop? Have you, have you ever gone cliff jumping? No, okay. I mean a little like twelve foot things, but not
1: you know twenty foot. Why? How high do you go? Um, what my wife and I. Well, she was my girlfriend at the time. We were in Jamaica about fifteen years ago. Right, yeah, about fifteen years ago, and actually right around this time we were. It was during right around the Super Bowl. Her cousin was getting married down in Jamaica, mm-hmm. so we did the trip. It was her and I, and a lot of her extended family and whatnot. It, w- it was a good time. We had okay. a blast. And he was, I think, I think he's a year younger than my wife, so we're all, we're about three years apart in age. And okay. all his buddies were. We we had a the, great the, time. The groom, yeah, the okay. groom, the groom, and we we all had a great time because. All of his buddies were wild party boys from from sure. Iowa, you know. So You've, you you don't get along with those guys well. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. And it was let's all it's Iowa boys in February mm-hmm. down in Jamaica, let's let's, yeah, let's cause like, some, we're trouble. Have some red stripe. And so I remember it was like day 2 or 3 into the trip and they thought, "Well, we want to get off the resort-ish part mm-hmm. of Jamaica and l- let's go let's go see some things." And so we're like, "Okay." And they're like, "Well, we want to go cliff jumping." And and I went Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's so dead. a bunch of us went out there, and, and I forget what part you go to. It was, the and, and I did it. Okay. Um. I would say it was five stories, maybe six. So like 50, 60 feet? Yeah, that, something like that. That
2: seems incredibly dangerous. I will
1: say this, it, 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 but you could tell it was... It was set up for people to cliff jump. Yeah, but it's not the fact that you're you hit that's, the water; it hurts no matter what. But that's where I was going. Okay, you have to go in feet first, mm-hmm. and they, I mean they 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 tell you there's a couple of guys. Oh, Okay, it's Yaman. like a sponsored thing. Okay, exactly. Yes. Okay. it's 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 part of a uh, of the restaurant. So you go there, you grab a, maybe a quick bite to eat, grab a couple of drinks, okay. and then
2: uh, four drinks.
1: And th- we were with people that had done this before, okay. so we we kind of knew the ropes. But he says. We'll just go back here, go meet with you know, Senor, and then you go down and it, mm. okay. So we we, we we go over here. We there was Did probably Senor. Apparently yeah, no, they didn't okay. say they didn't <laughs> say Senor. I think it's just
2: you meet with Mr. Johnson. That was that yeah. was terribly terribly insensitive. <laughs> put, I apologize put, put for that. Put uh, some change in the change so drawer there.
1: Any, any, <laughs> anyway, but you, you you're supposed to jump in feet first, and your legs are supposed to be crossed. Okay, because you'll damage oh, the goods. Oh no! So I listened, and I and and actually, she got a great picture of me with my arms out. Like, well, you could have slapped your arms though, sixty feet. Right? But then they say put oh, your arms okay. out. Then as you hit the water, do the okay, do the, the point, skull champ, the skull champ. Okay. Basically, yeah. And so I jump in. It was great. I was I think number three of ten. Mm-hmm. And then and you can do it as many times as you want. Once oh, was I was enough. Good. Yeah, I made, you, you proved your manhood. But you're you supposed it. to time it where the water the tide comes oh, in and okay. then he gives you the go-ahead go because you've got about five to ten seconds to make that jump before the water recedes oh okay so one of his buddies who i think was a wrestler for the hawkeye wrestling team all right mr macho sir sure. and he said oh i'm gonna dive in head first and they no. they, they tell you not to do it they, absolutely not they tell you not to dive in head first and he did and he was messed up the rest of that like i could tell he had a, probably had a concussion which oh. i'm going to guess wasn't his first
2: no wrestlers <laughs> are tough dudes they
1: they really are right? but i thought boy that's really really stupid but he he did it anyway and 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 there was another guy who did the did the feet first but he didn't cross his legs oh. and he was singing soprano for for the next uh, no next, thank you next... oh it was it was you know what it was fun and i'm glad i did it though you
2: know what i like about wrestlers what name another sport in high school that says, okay, you're going to try to starve yourself oh. to death, and then you have to beat someone up. Yeah, I mean, those guys are no other sport. And football players eat as much as you can because we want you heavy, right? Maybe gymnasts, the coach wouldn't have the balls to say, hey, girls, let's lean down, because I you know, they, he'd be fired if he told a girl to lose some weight. But yeah. uh, the the Ooh, I coach dropped it really bad. in uh, yeah. okay, cool. the, the coach in wrestling says, hey, boys. Wear this suit that makes you sweat, yeah. go jogging, and then climb into the sauna because you need to lose 13 pounds in two days, and then you need to fight another kid who wants to rip your head off.
1: One of my, uh, one of my good friends in high school was, was a great wrestler. He was an All-American, and I remember we, we were going to go somewhere, and I had basketball at the time, and he had wrestling, mm-hmm. and he said, well, I'll be done at you know six, and I thought, well, practice is over at five o'clock. But Let's go yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Why? What's taking you so long? And then yeah. they're like, "Oh, he's in the he's in the, he's in the room." Yeah. Stevie. He was literally in the steam room on a bicycle. Ugh. And I thought, no,
2: that sounds awful. Yeah. I mean, do you, have you and ever? And then, seen by the movie? way, when he was done with that, yeah, he got to go run for twenty minutes. Ugh. Vision Quest. Have you ever seen that movie? No. If you get a chance, everyone was. Do I have to watch this right through now?
1: those binoculars? You want no, me to get? No, but I think
2: you can get it free on YouTube. It's called Vision Quest, and it's my age. I'm forty eight, and in my time, this was like. Vision Quest is a Native American thing where you have this vision of, this is my quest. This is what I have to do in life. And it's Matthew... uh, Broderick? No, Matthew... uh, McConaughey. No, it's pre-him, but something like that. Matthew McCulsky. Meldone. Matthew... Mahone, Matthew Maldoni. It's not that, but it starts with an M. And he has this vision quest that he needs to wrestle at a weight like three weights below him. Then he falls in love, but it's about a kid who's driven. If you want to get pumped up for Score North's next show next Thursday, watch Vision Quest. If you have a big test that you're waiting for, if you want to ask a girl to marry you, watch Vision Quest because it gives you the drive to get stuff done. You're welcome. Hmm. Thank you. That motivational <laughs> moment on scorenorth.com is brought <laughs> Matt, to you by Matt, Mike Fratelloni and Fratelloni's eight star yard You, you, you talked to me about something important as I look up vision Quest. Well, and I'll I get you. I I, I I just want to tell you, don't Matthew waste your Modine, time. I'm I
1: not think. gonna I'm not gonna watch that. Oh, yes, you will. Okay,
2: maybe maybe
1: some. Well, other why time. would you not? Um, I did want to bring up one final thing because I thought Matt of you, Modine. Matt Modine. Yes. Yeah, good. We there got to go. the bottom of that. Um, I did want to bring up one thing before I forget because I saw this earlier this week. We were talking in the first segment about the the Gillette controversy and mm-hmm. how you know people of a certain generation are just differently inherently wired than than people of a different gen- generation, and I'm not one that just kind of sits and rips on millennials because I work with a lot of millennials that yeah. that don't fit that profile. And they're no different from anyone. Else. And they're not, but but uh, but there are some that I work with who do fit okay. that profile. Okay, got it. My point being. I think that we're going to lose a generation of people that have just simply no desire for anything related to the automobile. And I'm not really a car guy either, but did you see this? 65% of millennials, apparently, this is according to a study, don't know what the icons on their cars dashboard mean. I saw that. I saw that. That's frightening. Yeah, that's that
2: is frightening. So you're Although telling me sometimes if the oil light a,
1: comes on, you're not going to know. I I can't keep driving this vehicle.
2: I had one of my guys at one of my stores. We have a truck, and oh he no. told me he told me, hey, one of the um, the oil lights are on or the service soon lights on. He goes, I found out what fuse it was, so I can take the fuse out. And I said, well, why? <laughs> just just go. Get Right, go get your you know, oil change. Yeah, go get the the store truck's oil change. So it's not every millennial. There's plenty of people who have no concept of what are going on with cars, right? Could
1: you know if 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 a light were to come out on your dashboard, do you know what most of them mean? I know
2: every single one of them of every single car I've ever driven since I was five years old. And trust me, I had a car.
1: And I knew what it meant. I just didn't do anything about it. Yeah, you know, you just, wait, it you, was the you, car that you drove into the ground. Yes. You know. Where you
2: said, we're gonna just drive this till the wheels fall off. Because that's that's basically
1: the way I've attacked every vehicle. because I'm not a car guy. I think they're a giant waste of money. <sighs>
2: I really do. Uh, I really, uh, really, really You think and I that. happen to have the same car. Yes, we do. And we didn't know that either of us had it. And it's a classic car. Yes. And just out of the blue, same color, same style. It was that was really funny when we pulled up and we were like, Wait a and, minute! And it's a weird card. It have. was the
1: Spider-Man thing where they're right. both pointing at each yes. other.
2: And we could just, needless to say, Is if we wanted mean? to make a um, a, a White Snake video, you and I could do it if only Tony Catane was available. Oh my god! Oh, I can't wait. I love Tony Catane. <laughs> You and I, let's reenact Whitesnake for Score North next week. Michael, you're the best. You are the best, Reavers. If
1: you missed any portion of the program, you can always check out the podcast that you can now find on scorenorth.com. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next Thursday night, we will talk to you
4: then. Cheers.